Are we ready? Yeah. All right, you're listening to Notable Nashville. This is John Bird. I'm going to do a song I wrote with my buddy Butch Prim called uh, In a Chest of Skin and Bones. In a chest of skin and bones Is where I keep her stepping stone Locked up safely in a throne Away the only key It used to be as good as gold Really something to behold Till a heel without a soul Took a stroll, you see Wore it down and left it flat Turned its shimmer into black Used it to get where she's at then gave it back to me With the bottom of her shoe she did what I can't undo No longer will this heart be true Like it used to be In a chest of skin and bone Is where I keep her stepping stone Locked up safely in her throne the only key all right you're listening to notable nashville podcast i'm your host groove dr j and today we've got john bird in the studio thanks so much for joining us man well you're welcome so you you hail from alabama is that right i do somebody's got to come from alabama i come (laughs) from alabama yes sir so when did you make the move to nashville well, I actually, uh, I was so eager to get the heck out of Alabama as a young person. I moved to uh, Chicago for a year. It was too cold. And then I moved to Atlanta because I still wanted to live in a big city, uh-huh. I thought. And, uh, and I lived in Atlanta for 20 years and played music, went to grad school. Uh, and But I got to Nashville in 2001. Okay. Uh, sure did. I moved here the week of 9-11. Oh, wow. Yeah, and uh, man, you could not get a job because you'd have to be somebody's cousin or somebody's, yeah. you know, family. Uh, it was it was a really interesting and uh, fascinating time to move to a brand new town. And for me, coming from Atlanta, moving to Nashville was like moving to a small town. And as much as it's booming now and it's the it city and all that, uh, uh-huh. which makes me very nervous in some ways, uh, it was sleepy then. It was a small town. You could get anywhere in 15 minutes. And yeah. and that's only 2001. That's still 21st century. 
So it's gotten a lot more intimidating, you think? Uh, for people that move here, I, you know, music like I business, said, I guess. when I was young, in my early 20s, I wanted to move to the big city. And I couldn't figure out how to live in New York, but I figured out a way to live in Chicago. And that's a city. Yeah. I mean, that's like a for real. I, I'm from Peoria, Illinois. So. Oh, is that yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, okay, wonderful. Well, so moving to Atlanta was my compromise. I was cl- could be close to my family, uh-huh. relatively, and uh, four hours, you know, Tuscaloosa. And, uh, and it was still a city and, you know punk rock and right. it was yeah, it was a good place to be man in the in the uh, in the 80s for me uh-huh. so but oh well uh, just uh, in nashville though i'm not saying it was a sleepy little town but coming from atlanta by comparison yeah it it was like oh wow it's a small town i can get anywhere quickly and people were just so friendly and you meet people from nashville yeah it's it's hard to come by now that you meet people from nashville i moved to atlanta in 1982 or something and I met people from Atlanta all the time. By the time I left, almost 20 years later, I never met anybody from Atlanta. Really? And when I moved to Nashville, you know, people come from Nash- to Nashville from all over the country, all over the world, really, uh-huh. to get better as songwriters and singers and guitar players or whatever. So you meet people from other places, but you could, in 2001, I was meeting people that were born and raised in Nashville all the wow. time. And I still do... Um, but it worries me that one of these days it's going to be just like Atlanta was, where you're just not going to meet anybody that's yeah. from here. Everybody's from somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, that's but that is interesting. Yeah, well, you know. Um, so let's talk about um, kind of your entrance into the music industry. Did you start with songwriting, or what did you start with? No, I didn't. I always wanted to be a sideman. Side I man? always wanted to be George Harrison or okay. something. You know, I wanted to play guitar uh, in a really good band with a good singer and good songs, and 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 I think i did that in the 80s and uh uh, early 90s and then uh, i played in a couple of bands that toured the country and i got a taste of that and uh but i had a i had a daughter a little a small child a baby you know and Uh i I just didn't feel great about traveling i wanted to be home and closer and so i kind of stopped i tried to i tried to stop playing music I had uh, been in these kind of pop, uh, what do you call them, power pop bands. Oh, wow. The Primatons cool. from Birmingham uh-huh. in in the mid-'80s, and this band called The Windbreakers, Tim Lee. and, um, and it, But it gave me a taste of it, you know, and uh-huh. I, that, I, you know, because going a six-week tour, that's, you're, you're out there for a while, yeah, you know. Yeah. And, uh so I, I tried to be do the right thing and stay home. I played music the whole time I was in Atlanta. I went to grad school, didn't finish, but I kept playing music. I sort of sort I kind of sorted out my southern roots, southern identity stuff that you know, I always say if you meet a southerner that's never struggled with their roots, yeah. you need to run. Because <laughs> uh, you know, that's what I mean, we have a, a, a dark and sordid and fascinating history uh-huh. and you kind of have to sort that out for yourself my opinion yeah and i did and over time i come to came to realize that one of the reasons i couldn't ever see myself singing is because of my accent my voice from alabama i didn't think it you know i was a beetle guy as a kid are you talking you about know? like in your power pop bands and stuff singing? yeah i just didn't feel i no i was right i mean i it i don't know what here's what's funny so i was in this band in the in the 80s and we toured we did some shows with x uh-huh. And I was very excited because that's like you know the L.A. punk kind of 
thrash punk whatever yeah nx scene and john doe and like all right and so we go we meet them and i wanted to talk about all that stuff they didn't want to talk about any of this stuff. Oh, they no. wanted to talk about alabama and mississippi oh, okay. it was like alabama and mississippi was the most exotic wonderful place they'd ever heard of i'm like what because i'm trying to get you know i'm trying to get away from all that yeah and they were like going you're from tuscaloosa that you're from the same town as johnny shines and i was like well yeah I know Johnny Shines, Mr. Shines. Uh-huh. He was a customer of my dad's auto parts store. And, and, and they, like, they were just like, wow, you know? <laughs> I'm like, no, I want to talk about New York and yeah. L.A. And and so me and my – it was a head-scratcher for me because I was just like, hmm, maybe I need to rethink all this, you yeah. know? Maybe I, maybe I got something wrong about this. And But my fast forward, I started playing country music, and I started singing, and, that, and my voice – it's like it's like oh my voice it's like a, I can't you know I always I love Beatles and everything but you you can't go yesterday no that's not that's terrible <laughs> man that's terrible <laughs> so I, but when I would sing a Merle song or I, well I'm from Alabama so when I would sing a Hank Williams song it really resonated and it just like, something yeah. and it just felt natural uh-huh. and you know there's not that's the whole punk thing for me as in my 20s was like no you got to be real you know you get you do you know you you're, if you're angry you're angry right. if you're sad you're sad if you're happy you just you tell it see you say it it's yeah. not a show it's like it's sharing it's how weird. you feel you know and uh and so anyway all of a sudden not really but in a way suddenly i kind of it all came full circle and i realized that that country music was that was me you know that was my reality my where my soul comes from or whatever okay and i love i mean i loved all the other stuff and i still do to this day but when i up, pick up my guitar and when i open my mouth it, it, it's kind of country sounding <laughs> yeah. so so uh is all of your music um you know like that the southern i know you have a quite a disco- discography um how many full-length albums do you have well i have right three now? solo records okay played on lots of records with other people you know uh-huh. but uh but yeah, I have three solo records, and uh, basically, I, I was in grad school. I couldn't finish my dissertation. I just couldn't finish it, and I kept playing music, and I just kept getting distracted by, you know, just, you know, one of those things, and uh, where I couldn't let go of it. It wouldn't let go of me, and I wrote this song, Jackknife, and I and I thought, man, you know, and I'd written some other songs, but I'm like, that's a good song. Wow, you know, it's one of those things. Not, I'm not patting myself on the back i'm just saying you know when you do something when you achieve or you when when you birth something or whatever you're like going wow, wow I, I did, did that, that yeah. you know and i wonder if i could do that again you know yeah. and kind of gives you a gratification i don't know right it's, yeah. it's just a, it's self-reinforcing kind of and not in a narcissistic way i don't mean it that way i just mean that you know it's like wow maybe can i write two really good songs mm-hmm. you know and I wrote another song that I thought was really good, and I thought, you know, if I want to do this, and if I if I'm going to give up on grad school and you know the academia, I'm going to I'm going to go to Nashville. Okay. And here's what I discovered from this is just my opinion or way I found it. You come to Nashville, you your ego has to be able to handle the fact that if you were the number one guitar player in your little town or the number four or number seven. You might not be number fifty here, right? I mean, so I, it's people. just so. And you can go hear a band or hear an act, and there's some twenty-two-year-old kid that will blow your mind. There's, and then you go down to Roberts, and there's some eighty-two-year-old man that will blow your mind, oh, yeah. or woman, or who, you know. And it's like it, your ego has to be able to handle that. 
Got to get it in like, check. You know, if you like being in a big fish in a small pond, maybe you should stay where you are right. if, the, if, if you're that lucky. But if you want to get better, it's like I always say about playing chess or tennis. You don't get better by winning. You get better by somebody kicking you in the behind. Yeah, like That's that. how you get better. Yeah. And so if your ego can handle, you know, 10 guitar players that will wipe the floor with you, you can get better as a guitar player. That's you can advice. get better as a singer. You can get better as a songwriter. Uh-huh. And so that's how I looked at it when I moved here. And I was 46 when I moved here. I, was, I had no business moving here at 46. Whoa. But I just felt like I wanted to get better yeah. at those things, playing, singing, writing. Well, I think you've I think you've done that. I think so too. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. And again, that's not a brag thing. No, I'm no. just saying that I, I'm the when the bar is that high, you get, if you can handle failing, sometimes you hit the bar. Right. You know, because that's the people you're with. You know, I love living in this town with Bobby Bear and with you know John Prine and Tom T. Hall and Stephen Simmons and Amelia White and uh, you know it's like it's not awesome. all famous people. I'm just yeah. saying there's so many great songwriters and. So I'm glad to be here. I'm That's glad awesome. to be one if I am one. Yeah. You know, just to be a part, just be swimming so. in that part swimming of the, the stream. <laughs> so would you want to listen to one of those songs that you mentioned? Maybe Jackknife? Um, sure. You go, oh, you're going to play it for people? Yeah, we'll play it in Oh, there. well, why not, man? All right, cool. Let's listen to Jackknife. When I struck out down the road I thought it wrapped around the world lay before me, maybe riches, maybe some sweet daddy's girl. Well, I wonder how I ever got this far, how I ever made my way. And think of all the mixed up crazy things that my mama used to say. on Sundays and say prayers each night try not to cuss and smoke and chew stay away from girls that do keep a Bible in your pocket just in case you need a friend Remember that the ones that love you most Are just back around the bend As I look back down the dusty roads That I have called my own And I think of all the highways and the ditches Where I've been left alone got this far, how I ever made my way, and think of all the mixed up crazy things that my daddy used to say, son don't take no wooden nickels, and keep a dollar in your shoes. Try not to drink and fight and gamble through the night Stay away from boys that do 
jackknife in your pocket Just in case you need a friend And remember that the ones that love you most Are just back around the bend Sun don't work too much on Sundays And keep a dollar in your shoe Try not to drink and fight and gamble through the night and Stay away from girls that do Keep a Bible in your pocket And a jackknife Just in case you need a friend And remember that the ones that love you most Are just back around the bend Yeah, remember that the ones that love you most are just back around the bend. All right, sweet. That was Jackknife off of uh, John Bird's album, Bird's Auto Parts. You can check that out. Well, wasn't that 2011 or... No, that's 2007. 2007, okay. Lonesome Pine Records, which is my little record label, an okay. indie awesome. thing, you know. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to ask you, you've been in the music industry for, for a while now. Has it ever jaded you or, you know, made Man, you want to get out? For, I'm not in the music industry. I play songs. I write songs. I love playing music. Uh-huh. I... Sometimes I wish I was in the industry because that would mean somehow I was getting paid. Well, you're part of the industry, I would say. <laughs> well, you know, look, I'm not sandbagging, uh, but am I jaded? I'm bitter. bitter. I am. Uh, there's. I'm, I'm one of the most bitter people you know or met, and and. Uh, but it's it's. Uh, but here's the thing about writing and playing and hanging with people that do. Uh, it's a be- so beautiful a thing. It's like as bitter and as angry or frustrated or whatever it really is I am about the business. But when you're hanging with people that play and sing and express and you know, oh man, it's the most it it, it it's enlivening. It's ins- inspirational, uh-huh. humbling. Uh, like I said, you get better at what you're doing. I mean. So how bitter can I possibly be? Right, right. right. <laughs> I mean, I wish I could pay my bills better. Uh-huh. <laughs> Maybe don't that's why don't I'm bitter. <laughs> but if I am, but you know, uh, no, I don't know how to answer that question. No. You know? I, I just, uh, I'm not, I'm nobody's fool. So I don't like getting pushed around. I don't like getting ignored. I don't like getting pigeonholed. Right. And pushed away. But. Nobody likes that kind of stuff. No, I, but I no, I'm, it's too not, late for me jaded. to change. Play. I'm, I okay. love what I do. Well, as far as like uh, your instrument, you're a really good guitar player. How did you uh, kind of pick that up? Did you pick it up as a kid, or when did you? Yeah, you know, start I, I was a drummer. I started out as a drummer, and I went to a tiny little high school in Alabama called Frisco City High School. Twelve hundred people in the town, four hundred people grades one through twelve, and when you got to the fourth grade you learn the flutophone uh-huh. 
and and if you were okay, you got dr- almost drafted into the high school marching band. Oh, wow. So from grade, yeah, so from grade, so grades five, six, seven, I was playing in a high school marching band. I mean, I was ten years old. I could barely hold the drum up and go <laughs> and march. You know, with the. That's but here's fun. what happened, dude. Uh, here's the thing. So my band director, when I was, this was night. This would have been 1966. That's how old I am, and he. He, we played, the band played Green Onions, Booker T and the MGs. I mean, he was a cool band wow. director, cool band director. So we're playing playing Green Onions, uh-huh. and he got the majorettes to hold the cymbals. And I'm ten years old. I'm barely, you know, talk about wet behind the ears. And she's holding the cymbal and dancing. And I, and you might not remember this or know this, but a long time ago. Cheerleaders wore these long wool skirts. Majorettes wore ba- bathing suits oh, with really? tassels. Yeah, I mean, so I've got this girl. She's probably 14, whatever. But I'm just saying, she's dancing and wiggling, holding the cymbal, and I'm playing Green Onions, which is one of the greatest songs of all time. I mean, that probably ruined me for life. I mean, that's probably, I probably it's my band director's fault that my life has been ruined by right, music. Right. You know, because... I was like, I got to figure out how to do this the rest of my life. This is if this so is how that, people that was the live. Moment. That was the moment. It was you... a moment. It, I've had a few, and that was the, one of the All earliest right. ones. Cool. Oh yeah. Oh, but I was just gonna say, and I played drums till I was about twenty, and then I started playing the guitar, and uh, it took a long time for me. I but uh, but I went, I remember going to a rec, uh, music store in Atlanta, and I said I want to take lessons, and I showed him what I knew, and he goes. No, just do that more. <laughs> I was like, just nah, do that more. yeah, I want to get better. He's like, no, you're fine. Just start a band. So anyway, well, one of cool. those things. That's awesome. Well, um, you, I want to talk about your latest album, uh, Route 41. Yes. Um, that just came out last year, right? It did. Yeah, right at the end of the year. So this has been first full year. Uh, of the record and uh and you just and got off of a european tour right was i did that, yeah was that for great, that album? most successful tour i've done so far just the people in england were just so wonderful to me and i did a week in norway and and really just the best tour i've ever done cool and uh sold out shows and came back with a little bit of folded money in my pocket and uh-huh. i sold a lot of music which really all what you're i mean not to sound naive, but what you're trying to do is just get your music out there to people. You yeah. know, just you just want the opportunity to get in front of people. And if people don't want it, if people don't like it, oh, that's fine. I just want the chance to let me play you a song. You like that one? How about this one? And then at the end of the night, they like, can you got any? Can I take something up. home? Yeah. You know, it's really it's and and that's pretty grassroots. I wish it was. Uh, I wish I could afford something more complicated but i love that yeah that's it's, awesome it's real to be personal able to get your music it's real organic there it is you know uh so it was a great time uh this the i you said route 41 i say route 41 oh route 41 no okay. no it's route 66 uh, route 66 that's and it's route 41 yeah. route but the only 41. reason i say route 41 is because uh hank williams song i left my home out on the rural route oh, okay. i told my paws going stepping out so route rhymes without. <laughs> oh, I got you. But it depends on you know. That's, I, I don't know. Person. I'm like I said. I grew up one county over from uh, Hank Williams, so we say route down okay. there. All right, excuse excuse me. Ah, no, it's slip. hey, <laughs> it's uh, it's the same. It's the same. Uh, if you're buying one, I don't care how you pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> All 
All right, well, John, would you want to play another song for us uh, to close out the show? Oh, I'd love to. All yeah, right, sure, cool. man. All right, well, this is uh, George Jones has never sung about my girl from Route 41. <laughs> Sings about old used to be's and ones he's never met. He sings about those women all over the world. He sings about those beauty queens and ones he'll never get. But George Jones has never song about my girl he's never used the words that say just what she's done to me the things that really wouldn't make your hair curl he doesn't realize that she's caused so much misery oh george jones has never sung about my girl the songs george sings cannot describe the nights i've spent alone and how a broken heart makes my mind whirl if he could only talk about the times I've cried on the telephone Oh, George Jones has never sung about my girl I don't think that he's mentioned A girl who's quite like you With big brown eyes and pretty as a pearl I wish he understood the ways that you make me feel blue oh George Jones has never sung about my girl oh George Jones has never sung about I guess the possum don't know about I wish George Jones would sing about my girl. Congratulations, you just made it through another episode of Notable Nashville. Check us out on Twitter, Notable underscore Nash, Instagram, Facebook, and check out our website, NotableNashville.com, and you can even send us an email if you want to join us on the show. So thanks again for listening to Notable Nashville, produced by Gary Brannigan and Jordan Johansson. Wow, 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 wow,